Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is hump day. We have a plethora of things to get to. This is one of those shows. Oh, by the way, my name's Joe Beamer. I am filling in for the host of the show, Tom Bowerly. He'll be back on Monday. You can already tell people are getting sick of me hosting because on my Facebook yesterday, the first comment was, Joe, when's Bowerly coming back? You, you, you just know. Like, um, two shows in, people are already uh, sick of uh, hearing my voice. Don't worry. He'll be back on Monday. We hope you stay tuned for the rest of the week. Uh, but he'll be back on Monday, and I'm sure he'll have a lot to talk about. You know, I'm already feeling that this show is going down the dump, and we're 30 seconds in. As soon as I walked into the talk studio, Josh, the Mets had a 3-0 lead, and literally the pitch after I put my, plugged my headphones in and sat down, the Pirates hit a two-run home run to bring it within a run. I just, like, uh, is that how the show's going to go? Hopefully not. Hopefully it's, a, it's a, a, a great show from the beginning to the end. But, you know, that just, oh, just gave me that little gut punch at the beginning. Now, I had something all ready to go. Uh, to start off the show and was going to do the first hour or two on it. And I'm still going to do that. But as I always say, I look through the New York Post when getting ready for the show, when prepping for the show. I was like, what does the New York Post have to offer me? Now, there's one story it has to offer me, but I'm not sure if I do the topic Josh and I were talking about off the air that I would still be here after the 2.30 news. So we won't do that. Maybe I'll tweet about it. But... <laughs> This just goes back to something I was talking about yesterday, and this is not my topic for the day. I, I Actually, we're going to talk about um, addiction rehab, uh, the next segment. But, you know, I talked about yesterday how we just, we love to deflect, and we don't have serious people, especially in government. Now, I was talking about, you know, people you work with, people you might live with. We do not have serious people in government. No one wants to take blame. It's deflect, deflect, deflect. I think it's seriously, I think it's the biggest issue with term limits is everyone's running a campaign as they are, quote, leading. And I saw this in the, uh, in the post when I was getting ready. I had already actually sent all my topics to Tim Wenger, so this was not on my topics. But uh, New York Post, Governor Hochul slams Mayor Adams' migrant response as slow in scathing letter. Now, I'm sorry. I'm not here to defend Mayor Adams. But I thought New York was a sanctuary state. I thought we were all on board. But now as things are starting to fall apart, you heard David do 
a miraculous four hours, as always, and really just get this all down point by point. And it was an amazing four hours of broadcast, as David always does amazing four hours of broadcast. But, you know, today's show, and again, David does this almost every show, it was one of those things you couldn't turn away, right? You could not, which our advertisers love because you're not going to turn the station. You could not turn away. You were waiting for every segment to start, and you were hanging on to every word. And, and this this migrant situation, it's falling apart, just like people on the right said it would. And again, this is not the kind the time to get in someone's face and say, I told you so. All right? We will let other people do that. That's not what this is about. This is about actually doing what's right and what's best for everyone. This is a time to stop looking at everything as political parties and just do what's right for the citizens of New York State. But that's not where we are now. Now we've got Governor Hochul calling out Mayor Adams, saying, no, this is, this, this is on you. This isn't on all of us, which I think the truth is, it is on everyone. I think Mayor Adams is to blame. I think Governor Hochul is to blame. I think Mark Polonkars is to blame. I, I, there's a lot of people who, again, they didn't, God forbid, we say something that Donald Trump said might actually be accurate. No, what do we do? We double down. Oh, Donald Trump talks about illegal immigration. Well, we cannot be on board with that. Let's double down. And let's just make sure everyone who's illegally in this country has a place to stay. That's how this all started. Don't get, don't get it twisted. That's how this all started. Now we're at this point where New York, hey, we're a sanctuary city. Feel safe coming to New York City. Well, their bluff was called by Ron DeSantis and by um, the mayor or the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. And they were bussed up to these sanctuary cities. They said they were welcoming them with open arms. The governor was on board. I didn't hear anyone saying that Mayor Adams shouldn't do this. I didn't hear uh, Kathy Hochul saying this shouldn't happen. But now again, as it's out of control, the New York Post does a great job identifying this as an out-of-control crisis. Kathy Hochul saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't look in my direction. This is all on Mayor Adams. So much so I'm going to write a letter saying that the state had offered you this, that, and this. It's on the, it's on the city, the slow, pay, the slow response. The state has offered you everything. How about we just get the, to the point where we admit, you know what? Maybe just welcoming people, encouraging illegal immigration, maybe that wasn't a great idea. But we can't have that, right? We can't do that. Kathy Hochul can't say she's in the wrong. Mark Polonkars can't say he's in the wrong. Mayor Adams can't say he's in the wrong. So now it's all deflection. And, and it goes back to what, we, what I talked about yesterday with no one just being able to say, eh, my bad. And, and don't get me wrong. This isn't just a Democrat thing as well. I mean, the former president, Donald Trump, as I may have agreed with, um, his politics, there were plenty of times he could have just said, ah, you know, I was wrong. Ah, you know what? I, I misspoke. It, it, it goes for both sides. It's not just a one-side thing. So I, I want to be fair and say that. It's not 
just a Democrat thing. It's not just a Republican thing. Both sides are guilty of this. Deflect, deflect, deflect. And don't just own up when, hey, you screwed up. And you did let politics get in the way. Exactly what I said yesterday. We are in this migrant crisis situation because you let politics get in the way. And I 100% agree with Police Chief Brian Gould when he says we should, we should take politics out of it. When looking for a way how to handle this, take politics out of it. Which would be a good start. Because again, we are only here because New York State, New York City, and Erie County wanted to play politics. And I'm, if you can't see that, I, 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 you don't know what's going on. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, this is not a left versus right thing. Because if, it were, if Mark Polonkars was a Republican, believe me, I'd be saying the same thing. This is not a go after the Democrats thing. Because this is now a situation that we all have to figure out. And we have to do what's right for everyone. Not just not the letter next to their name. Not the party. You got to put the parties aside. We got to do what's right for everyone in Erie County. Everyone in New York City. Everyone in New York State. You got to do what's right. But unfortunately, too many people in politics, too many people in Albany, they just want to do what's right for their party. Well, what makes my party look good? And Republicans are just as guilty of this. All right, don't, don't think I'm sitting here saying it's only the Democrats who are all party all the time. No, no, believe me. We could do a whole show on Republicans as well. But what's facing us right here, and this is why I, I think political parties really is one of the, is why our politics are so bad. I mean, I don't think political parties help us at all in reuniting, in being a United States of America. This division is heavily influenced, in my opinion, by the divide of the, par- of the two major parties. And we are in this situation because my party, my party, what makes my party look good, politics got us into this. Politics will not get us out of it. And we need someone to actually be the adult in the room. And we're still looking. You know that, uh, that meme where you're on like the bow of the ship with your hand over your, uh, over your, you know, your hand, like you're looking far. We're still looking for the adult in the room. I haven't found them. Where's the adult at the Wrath Building? Where's the adult in Albany? Where's the adult in New York City? Still don't know. But it's time for someone to be an adult. And as I said yesterday, admit your mistakes. And do what's right for Erie County. Don't do what's right for Republicans or for Democrats. Do what's right for Erie County. Because at the end of the day, how we are influenced by this doesn't matter the letter next to our name, the party we're assigned to. Guess what? This might be difficult to hear. Most things in life aren't influenced by the political party you're registered to. So just think of that. And this is the same thing. So let's put party, let's put politics aside. Let's actually get some adults running the show. This is coming from this is coming from someone who no one would call mature, okay? That's why I'm not in politics. I do a radio show. I don't have to be mature. But if you want to be a leader, you have to put that that party aside and do what's right. And you got to do it quick. 
Because now more and more is coming out. And you knew it would. And as David said, great work by Channel 2 Ron Plants. Great work by the Buffalo News. I can't believe I'm saying that. Sandra Tan, the Buffalo News, great work. These are questions that have to be asked. The Buffalo News didn't overnight become a right-wing newspaper, okay? (laughs) But these are questions that have to be asked. Again, it's putting party aside. I saw yesterday uh, Adam Ziglis. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Um, He draws the political cartoons. He actually did something about uh, pulling cars not releasing the Blizzard report. Good. It's not partisan politics. It's calling out... What's going on in this county? But I, I, I wasn't even going to go there today, but I'm, I'm you know, skimming through the, the New York Post, which I love to do. Um, and I saw this, that now Hochul is calling out Mayor Adams. Again, we, we need a high school musical moment, Josh. We're all in this together. Put the politics aside, and let's find a way that's best for everyone in New York State. On that note, before I get to what our topic is actually going to be today, before I get there, I saw this. I was watching um, America's Newsroom this morning on Fox News with uh, Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino, and they had the mayor of Milwaukee on. And I have to say, I thought this, again, this is where our politics needs to be. And I'm going to point this out. I'm sure people are sick of it. I'm going to continue to point this out. So Cavalier Johnson, he's a 36-year-old Democrat. He's the mayor of Milwaukee. But guess what he's doing? He is openly welcoming the Republican National Convention to Milwaukee. He's met with Ronna Ronna McDaniel. He's met with uh, numerous members of the Republican Party. And he's saying, yes, you know what? We might be uh, opposing parties, but this is great for Milwaukee. We're going to make sure they have a fun time. We're going to make sure they are safe, and we are going to welcome them and give them what they need to to throw a successful event in Milwaukee. Now, that is a leader. You can disagree with his policy. You can disagree with his politics, okay? But that is a leader. Wait, this event wants to come to my city, spend money? All right, we're going to make sure they're safe, secure, and we are going to show off our city. Now, I hate to do this because I said let's not play politics, but can you imagine Mark Polencar's doing that if the Republican National Committee chose Erie County to throw the convention? Do you think he'd be welcoming the Republicans with open arms? Do you think he'd be meeting with Republican leaders with smiles on their face, talking about security and and what they're going to do for this event? I don't see it. I don't see the county executive doing what this uh, mayor of Milwaukee is doing and welcoming the opposing party with arms wide open, going on Fox News and saying he hopes they have a great time and that they're back again. That's the difference between someone who's a leader. Again, you might not agree with everything uh, in his politics, but that's a leader doing what's best for the city and not turning something away because I don't agree with their politics. I have a hard time believing that would happen here in western New York or here in Erie County. And that's my rant for the day. That's my, that's my monologue rant. When we come back, 
803-0930, star 930 gets you on the air. It also gets you on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. When we come back, I want to tell a story about someone close to me who is looking for a place to go for rehab, for addiction rehab. And what that journey has been like the last few days, looking, comparing places, reading reviews. And I want to hear your experience with addiction rehab. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was a loved one. Maybe it was a friend, someone close to you. The struggle, the success. I want to hear it all. And also, those of you who have struggled with addiction, what is that struggle like? Does that struggle ever leave 100%? Is it a battle every day? Is it a battle for the first few months? I'd love to hear your accounts of it. I know it's not the easiest thing to talk about. But 803-0930, star 930, we'll set that up and we will get to you on the other side of news here on News Radio 930, WBEN. It's Beamer in for Bowerly. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You try to be your individuality When the world is on your shoulders Just smile and let it go If people try to put you down Just walk on by, don't turn around You only have to answer to yourself Don't you know it's true what they say That love it ain't easy But your time's coming around So don't you stop trying Don't stop, never give up Hold your head high Here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Josh, you ever watch S Club 7? Is that still on? No? It was a kids' television show. It was following a band around S Club 7. That was one of their songs. They had a few albums. They actually had a song go top 40 in the mid 2000s, but they were this group made up for a television show on what was at the time called ABC. No, at the time was called Fox Family before they sold it to ABC. Uh, 803-0930, we're going to talk about addiction in just a second, but Kevin in Pendleton has been so uh, patient during the break, I've got to give him the floor. Kevin, thanks for hanging on. 
Joe, thank you very much for showing a perspective here about um, this very, very horrible situation relating to rape. And, um, and, 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 and this is how I look at it. Unfortunately, now, by the way, for those haters out there, just for the record, I believe in borders, language, culture. I am against illegal immigration like any other sovereign state should be. As far as their borders are concerned, resources are very limited. But look, let me get straight to the point here, Joe, okay? The, nobody's focusing on the major issue here, which is the victims. But they're focusing and, and they're getting all, you know, hot under the color and all wired up. And selective outrage, as I call it, you know, based on the fact that who the, the perpetrators are. A man from the Congo and another despicable person from Venezuela for doing these horrible, you know, and nobody's talking about the victims. And I'm not hearing any of the Me Too movements or the, um, you know, the, 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 the individuals who and organizations who are supposed to protect women. I don't hear nothing from them. And by the way, there is a great degree of xenophobic, and I will call it racist too, as far as this situation is concerned. And please let me explain, okay? Go ahead. Sure. You see, um, I over in Niagara County, well, we know what the legislature did and everything and all that, but as far as I'm concerned, um, look, actions speak louder than words, and charity begins at home. You see, I have people over here, you know, in over in Niagara County, and they want to get involved with the so-called patriots and so on, and I call them so-called patriots because um, for the past couple of years, a number of us over here in Niagara County alerting the so-called patriots and so on, right, of similar rape victims, Americans, and some of them minors, right? In one situation, we had an attorney over here with polit politically connected in Niagara County, faced initially 12 counts of rape. One of his victims, 12 counts, it was brought down to 11. He pleaded guilty, and one of his victims was an American minor, okay, a minor, while under the care and protection of our county government. And it ain't Democrats running over here. It ain't Democrats who's running the show over here in Niagara County. Okay, and this guy, you know, you know what his conviction was, Joe? What he was sentenced to? What was that? For 11 counts, numerous victims, he'll be all by Thanksgiving. He got six months. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Joe. Yeah. So, again, I'm not diminishing this. This is wrong, right? And rape is a horrible thing. And whether you're from El Salvador, Venezuela, or you're from Lewiston, which, by the way, we had another individual who r raped uh, uh, you know, a, a youngster, but he seems to be well connected, and he was 
he was um, reprimanded. Well, you know, he pleaded guilty. And guess where? He wasn't sent up the river. He's staying in his home in Lewiston. Hmm. That's where his so-called incarceration is taking place. And by the way, that attorney, by the way, who had the 11 counts who pleaded guilty to 11, 11 counts, right? Even while he was a minor at school, he did the same thing. And guess where he ended up working? Social services. Mm. So while everyone, and I have people over here in Niagara County, they want to sign petitions and they want to go and march and do all of that. And we have our so-called patriots saying, uh, yeah, um, yeah, you know, our veterans, you know, and resources, and, and, and I agree with them, right? Let's take care of our, our, our own first, right? But what about our own too, as far as these two minors and others, right? Who there is no justice as far as these victims and others that have faced this. Yes. So I thank you very much, Joe, for bringing up the point that, yes, it, it, it is reality. It is a sort of a Democrat-Republican thing. And the only thing about it, because an election is coming up in the next couple of months, I'm hearing all the loud voices and so on. But when we were bringing this to people's attention out here in Niagara County and over in Erie County and surrounding areas and saying, this is what is going on out here, I ain't hearing a peep from anyone. Yep. So tell me if this isn't definitely politics as far as individuals are concerned out here. Yeah. Anyway, Joe, I hey. thank you again for giving me the opportunity. And I hope, let's hear people who call in and talk about this, because nobody is talking about this. Our own victims here, where their perpetrators, they're all connected, whether it's on either side of the aisle. Hey. And by the way... I am a registered Republican voter, by the way, for those of you who don't know. All right. Kevin and uh, Kevin and Pendleton, thanks for hanging on during the break uh, and, and bringing uh, bringing that stuff up. And, you know, he um, he made he made uh, some points there. If you just joined in after the break, we were talking about I um, I mentioned how uh, something kind of I talked about yesterday. Uh, this was in the New York Post. Governor Hochul um, now going after Mayor Adams, saying that this is on him, the slow response is on him. Uh, but remember, I mean, everyone was buddy-buddy just a few months ago. Uh, we're a sanctuary state, we're a sanctuary city. Mark Polencars bring, you know, bring everyone up to Erie County. Uh, and then as things start to fall apart, uh, it's now, well, no, no, this is on you, no, it's on this person. It's all deflection, deflection, deflection. And again, um, I agree with um, Police Chief Brian Gould, you know, let's take politics out of it. And I, I do believe politics got us into this situation. Uh, but we do need to put politics aside to get us out of the situation because, I mean, as Kevin says, I mean, we, we've got, we have two victims. And, um, I mean, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? And we still have, and, and as I said yesterday, not every migrant, most migrants are good people. They wanted to get, they wanted to get out of their country. But when we don't do any kind of background check, when people are here with, you know, they just jumped over the border and now they're here. I, I mean, you've got bad people sprinkled in and you have what happened last week. And I don't want to see that 
I think I speak for everyone in Erie County, Western New York, New York State, United States of America. I don't want to see that happen again. So what do we do now? You've got to put your politics aside and say, what do we do now? So that was the point of the, uh, of the um, first segment. And uh, Kevin held on during the break, so I gave him a little time. Uh, 803-0930, star 930. Right now is the number to call in. And I want to talk about something that I know is not easy for many to talk about. Um, and it's something that a lot of people deal with. Uh, sometimes deal with it quietly, silently, but other times they need their friends, family, and um, everyone involved. And uh, this is going on with someone close to me right now looking for a place for addiction rehab. And I know there are many people who have either themselves gone to addiction rehab or know someone who's gone to addiction rehab. And I thought I would um, use this time to kind of see where um, where it stands with people. 803-0930, star 930. I know it's not an easy conversation to have. But as we're um, as uh, they are discovering, it is a it's not the easiest process. I mean, you first have to find a place. You have to search out a place. I, I think it's helpful to see the not only success uh, but other people's experiences at that place, and you know, did people have? I don't want to say a good time, but do people have a good experience? Were people getting the help they needed while at, while at these facilities? Um, you have places that are faith-based. You have places that aren't. You know, you have to look into that as well. Inpatient, outpatient, what's going to be best for you? Um, and, and a lot of times you are looking through this while you are still every hour fighting your addiction. Um, so 803 star 930, I want to ask you, your experience with addiction rehab places. What were the struggles? What were the successes? Did you have to go to multiple places until one, I don't want to say worked, but you get what I'm saying, until one was successful? And again, this can be people who were in rehab themselves or people who had family and friends in rehab. And then also I want to talk to people who, who have fought addiction. And this can be any kind of addiction. Alcohol, drug, gambling addiction. What is the struggle of, what was your struggle? And is it a struggle that continues? Because I have talked to people, you know, I, I've, I, I, I am not one, if this might surprise you, I'm not one to be quiet. So I've talked to a good number of people who have had experiences in rehab. Uh, with drugs, with alcohol. Uh, I've not met anyone that's gone to gambling rehab. I might know some people who probably um, should try to work on their gambling addiction. But drugs and alcohol and going to rehab. And the, you know, one of the most common things I hear is the first two weeks of any kind of drug or alcohol rehab is hell. I, I mean, that's putting it lightly. And that, you know, it, it is a, you are going in there with a struggle. Usually it's why you go back to your vice. You go back to um, the thing you're addicted to. But that two weeks, you are really doing a, not only a detox, but you're also mentally getting used to being in this place that's not home. 
some of these places, uh, you know, you can maybe make a phone call once or twice a week, which surprised me. You don't have your phone on you. You don't have the TV to click on. You know, kind of these things that a lot of us use to escape, you don't have at some of these rehab facilities. And, you know, the stories I've heard, I, I, I've heard people that, you know, they went to rehab and for months they were doing well. Uh, but they, I don't want to say fell off, but they got the urge. The struggle was getting worse and worse. And they had to check themselves back in. Now, I don't think that means unsuccessful. To me, that means, well, this person had the wherewithal, right, had the mindset to check themselves back in before it got before it got bad. I don't think I think it unsuccessful would be you go to rehab, you come back, you might be good for a month or two and then you sink right back into it. Uh, to me that's unsuccessful. If you can identify that the struggle is getting too hard and you can admit to yourself that you need help that you can't give yourself mentally you're in a different place but you are also able to say, I need to check myself back in. To me, that's not unsuccessful. That's admitting you need more help. And that's getting onto the path of success. Now, I found 17 uh, statistics. You know me. I love me, uh, I love me some lists. Uh, 17 statistics and facts about success of drug and addiction, rehabilitation, and recovery. So we're going to go through a few of these. Uh, and I'd like to hear your story, 803-0930. I know it's not easy. I know it's not an easy story to tell, and um, especially if it's you and you had addiction, you might still have, um, you might still struggle with that addiction. But I think it is informational to those who might have this going on in their own life. To those who might have an addiction, might be scared to identify to someone that they have an addiction. I mean, I can't imagine, I, I would think probably one of the toughest things to do is, is admit to those you love that something is wrong and that you need help to move on, to be successful, and you don't want to be stuck in this trap anymore. I understand that that cannot be, that can't be easy to do. You know, it goes back to something I said yesterday. Most of us can't admit when we're wrong on the simplest of things. Admitting to people you love, hoping not to disappoint them, that you have a problem, it's got to be difficult. Also, I don't think anyone should be disappointed. You know, if someone came up to me and said, I, I have a problem, I need help, I'd be proud that they were able to admit that. I think that's probably the first step, admitting you have a problem. Uh, so according to this, uh, these statistics, an estimated 76% of alcohol rehab patients who successfully complete treatment report still being sober at three months. 69% at six months, and 70% at nine months. Those numbers must be 70% of the 69% at nine months. Uh, between 85% and 95% of all people who successfully complete drug rehab still being absent uh, from all drugs nine months after discharge. So those are some reoccurring numbers. And again, I don't think anyone should go into rehab with the fear that they might have to check themselves back in again. It might take from, again, and this is just from stories and people I've talked to, it might take another stint in a year, in two years, in three years. 
But like I said, to me personally, and this is someone who hasn't had experience just talking to people who have been to rehab, I would think being able to admit you have to go back, that's not unsuccessful. That is the continuation of success, in my opinion. What do you think? 803-0930, star 930, Mike in Buffalo. Hey, Mike, thanks for calling in. Hey, no problem. Uh, I, the hard part that I had, this was back in all oh, the late 90s. My addiction was alcohol and white powder up my nose every day. After work, all night at the bars and with friends. Uh, I realized I was going nowhere and I was just wasting my paycheck every week. And I went in for treatment. But the hard part I found, and I try to help people that come out of treatment, is post-treatment because you end up going back to your same house, your same friends, the same enablers that were around you that let you get into that mode that weren't there to help you. They were just there to enable you. That's the hard part after the treatment. Uh, Because even if you go back, you still come back out to the same thing. But I realized I was starting to do the same things again, and I ended up just Instead of going back, I ended up joining the service. I figured if anybody was going to straighten me out, 90 days of boot camp was going to very make sure it cleaned me out, and it did. To this day? Uh, to this day. I, you know, I still drink, but I don't – I just have a beer with, you know, friends or a drink at a restaurant. Uh, I don't need to get drunk anymore. And the only other hard part is some about once a year – I'll be watching a certain movie, and they'll be playing with the white powder, and I'll get that twinge like, oh, I remember how that used to feel, and then I'll just change the channel. I just won't finish the movie, and it goes away. So that that has to be – that, that feeling has to be encouraged by something. You don't just on a random Wednesday have the feeling no. of, wow, I wish I could go find some cocaine. No, no. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of trials and tribulations through my life, and I've never been to the point where, you know what what will help me? I'll go get a eight ball from somebody I knew that used to deal or I'll find it on the street. And nowadays, especially with the other stuff they put in it, you don't know. You're playing Russian roulette. And, uh, you know, that's the hard part. You know, I had one other question before I hang up. I wanted to ask you a question uh, or I want to send you an email about something to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the other day on your morning show about FedEx Field and hanging out around there before a game. Yeah. And we're going there, and I had some questions because I figured you might be a little bit more knowledgeable about, you know, how it is to stay around there or should I stay away and drive to it and all that. And I can't find your email online anywhere. It's just – it's simple. It's the letter J, B-E-A-M-E-R, at odyssey.com. At odyssey.com. All right, thank you. Hey, Mike, one last question. How long did you uh, spend in the service? Uh, I did the six years. Oh, well, thank you for your service, Mike, and thank you uh, for the call. Oh, you're kind. Thank you. That is Mike in Buffalo kicking things off. 803-0930, star 930. Mike found something that, you know, cleaned him up. He only has uh, the one urge. He said once a year when he watches a certain movie. Um, what about you? 803-0930, star 930. I, I know, again, I know that wasn't difficult for Mike to do. I know it's not, it's not, I'm, not diff- I'm sorry. I know it was difficult. I know it's not easy to call in uh, with these experiences. But again, I think it can be informational and it can help someone who might be struggling it can help someone you know if you have a positive story of rehab or it can really just wake people up to what they're looking for in a rehab if you had a not so good story 803-0930 star 930 it's joe beamer we're talking about 
experience with addiction rehab. Uh, would like to hear your story after the news. Beamer and for Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.